playing with a glow-in-the-dark skeleton at the moment. What, 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 why, why do you have a glow-in-the-dark skeleton, Jim? It came with a Kickstarter thing. I, I backed uh, Skeleton Warriors on Kickstarter, the, the old 90s toys. They were remaking Baron Dark as, as this highly posable little skeleton thing. And they, there were other skeletons in it. Um, so I've got Baron Dark the Skeleton, I've got a blue alternate Baron Dark the Skeleton, and I've got this glow-in-the-dark skeleton here. I have a question for you, Jim. Yeah. How, how many days of your life have you woken up and wished you'd been born, like, 30 years earlier so you could have made your career reviewing 80s children's toys? <laughs> like, is that, like, a routine thought you have in your head? Like, why That's... am I reviewing video games? I want to be reviewing boglins and skeletons that glow in the dark. You know what? That's probably a more lucrative career nowadays because there's so much nostalgia about 80s toys and there's people on YouTube who do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, people Are love you... looking at... Uh... People playing with tat. I mean, Ashens is is well known for that. Um, you know, who just films weird Poundland things and stuff. Um, I I briefly dabbled in it. I had a series called Alien stuff where I just played around with like aliens themed tat, and it actually did su- by my standards, which aren't high, surprisingly well. Uh, it just it became effort to do, so I stopped. <laughs> Um, well, I really should like, because like I could at least claim that some sort of tax write off when I buy a five hundred dollar <laughs> alien head. Is well, is Boglin even... is Boglin at least going to make an appearance in a Jimquisition video? Oh yes, oh yes, yeah. it, 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 it's been bought specifically I, for that. That's a work. After after purchase. all the fuss now, I kind of want to see the Boglin. Yeah, it's coming up. It's it's. I'm saving it for a particular video. So it is that that it's going to be a fun day when we finally get to see your squishy boglin. Um, oh, it'll be yeah, a fun like, day when we finally get to see that video as well. Don't you worry. About I it. I am sure it will be. I have my uh, my suspicions. It won't be a bad day. Yep. So yeah, you should you should do that. Scrap in scrap yes. in the video game stuff and make the like eighties toys quizition. I should um, do another alien stuff because tomorrow is officially uh, when we record this. We're recording it on Monday. We're we're going early this week. Um, it'll still be up around normal time. But Tuesday, April twenty sixth, is Aliens Day. What 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 are you gonna do to celebrate Aliens Day? I don't Jim? know yet. Like like I guess I'll have to do a Jim Pressions video of like AVP like or something, some sort of Aliens thing. Maybe I'll finally play Aliens Colonial Marines with that mod that makes it good. Um, it, you, you know what I'm gonna suggest. Oh, I, I, like to I have a million dollar idea for you yeah. here, and I love million dollar is, ideas. This isn't gonna go up until a few days after, so you can do this right now. You need to get a bunch of black bin bags. And dress up like the alien, right? <laughs> yep, love it already. And you just live stream yourself for 24 hours just being the alien around your house and or neighbourhood. Yeah. And you can use, like, wa- washing machine pipes around you and stuff. So. Yeah, you just kind of walk around going... What kind of noise do they make? Like... Um, <laughs> holy yeah. shit! That's that awesome! <laughs> I won't try that's, and mimic that's, that because I'm currently uh, in a hotel with my mother, so I'm not going to be trying to mimic that sound. That's the days in metal bands coming back there now. <laughs> I I kind of wish that I had that much ability at screaming. I I need to learn the lessons from you, Gavin. Uh, that was how incredible. Do, how do you scream like you're dying? Um. Well, actually, you're inhaling when you do a scream like that, so it's like. <laughs> yeah! Can't do it. Like I have asthma. If Hello. I, try. I really need to. Do I'm that an sound, alien. Uh, How really are you today? I haven't put it. I in got a little <laughs> in my mouth. Oh god, my my throat oh, only held out so long. 
I can't do. I can't be doing voices like that. It's pollen season, and the allergies are playing up. I hate that. I hate being an allergic person. But if I do another Bloodborne song and Cleric Beast is back in Bloodborne too, I'll do that noise. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Um. So what yeah, we what it, we here for? So I honestly like completely <laughs> forgot what, what the point I, of this was just yeah, then. <laughs> I I completely forgot as well, and I think that's because we're doing this so out of our normal routine. Like it's not Wednesday. We're not doing it at the right time of day. Just everything feels off. It's oh like, yeah. Why are we here? Who the fuck? I knows? haven't stopped either. Like I've been up since um, six, and the moment I got up, I was doing last minute gymquisition editing stuff because I normally put it really close to the wire uh, plus this week it was kind of a late topic so I'm like mm. working the moment I get up Monday morning get the video done get some filming done then I had to do fist chuck marketing uh, we could only do one section of three because <laughs> cut where I said I'll because the beep because beep when he was talking there I thought he said we had to defist a shark and I was like oh what's he been up to now <laughs> what Sorry, has he on. been so, up yeah, to now do... the degenerate <laughs> So you can only do one of three things because censored person did a thing. Yeah, there was too much background noise, and okay. and unfortunately that like, I've just I've not stopped. It was straight from there to here. Uh, so yeah, busy day for me. Um, not stopped. It's eleven a.m. right now, but it feels like the afternoon already. Uh, and it's supposed to be a holiday today in America. Like it's actually you don't know holidays. what holiday it is though. I, I asked don't. you what holiday it was, and you were just like, I don't know, the one where my wife doesn't have to go to work. Yeah, like I I just know it's a a holiday. People I know aren't <laughs> working today. I am. I'm Is doing more work right, today? right now than ever. In America, apparently, oh, wow. like, if we could be bothered, we'd Google <clears> it and we'd find out, like, what day it is that we're recording this. But, eh, that seems like effort. I've got fucking keep on moving stuck in my head now. <laughs> oh, God, you were... Th- oh, why? Why? Get what is wrong with you, Gavin? When you're down, baby, take a good look around. No, it's not. So this is a video game show that we're recording like three days early while I'm sleep deprived because I'm going for surgery tomorrow. So we're like, screw it. I I've been it's like five o'clock in the afternoon in the UK, and I've been pretty much awake since I left. Uh, since like five a.m. yesterday in American time, and I've like spent a day at PAX flown home, travelled across the country, I'm recording in a hotel. I don't know what's going on today. It's, well, it's I can, fun, fun time. I can say that this is the Podquisition. I'm Jim Sterling. I'm joined by Laura. Hello. Hello. How are you, Jim? I'm all right. Eight minutes in and we've got the intro, so that's yeah, good. Well, and, and we haven't we got the important stuff out of the way yet. first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've got the important stuff out of the way, like singing songs from 90s boy bands. <laughs> boy bands, glow-in-the-dark skeletons. Everybody get up, sing it. No, Bob, that, get down now. That angelic I really rather voice. they didn't. <laughs> the the angelic voice you're hearing is is Gavin, miracle of sound. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm all right. You're all right. Your song was brilliant. The I I liked your song too, and Dark people Souls got very song. very salty in your comments. Thank it you. seems this week. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Gavin's yeah. Uh, latest song from Miracle of Sound, uh, the Dark Souls Three song. Um, what's the, the 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 full title of the song again? Uh, fires fade. Fire's fade. That's it. It's it's brilliant. I've I've had to listen to it more than once. It is good, uh, good. really it has, good, and I, I, I had a re- checking it out. really tough couple of days with that song. Actually, it's like there was a minority of my audience, maybe like five percent, really, really didn't like that song, and 
it was really weird because I got so many messages saying this is the best thing you've done, and then a load that were really just unhappy with it. And I think it's I, it's the Dark Souls thing. Yeah. There, there, there's a subset of Dark Souls players, not all of them, because mm. I certainly wouldn't include myself, who are tossers. Let, let's be yeah, fair. A little bit, and yeah. I think a lot of Dark Souls players themselves would admit that there are a bunch of them that you can point at and go, yeah, those people are tossers. The ones that tell you that, you know, you're always you're playing, playing the game wrong. wrong. And if you don't do it the exact way they do it, it's wrong. You know, only well, this armor, only this weapon. That, that kind of stuff doesn't like. You know that it, when you get criticism from people like that, it's not doesn't really bother you. It's when you've a fan that's disappointed that's like ten times more crushing than yeah. a million of those comments. Well, like, you know? yeah. I'm I'm terrified of doing my Dark Souls LP, which is like a good chunk of it's recorded and ready to go up in the coming weeks. But yeah. uh, it's just because you you have the two ca- the two sides that those like nasty bit of the fan base can get into, which is either. How dare you not show us a blind playthrough? You should be playing this blind versus how dare you not know that that thing was there that I know is there because you're playing it blind. It is a bit of a losing battle trying to do or RPs how, of Dark Souls. How dare you not have researched every minute piece of obscure lore before doing yes. this Let's Play. So I'm doing a Let's Play and I fully expect <laughs> like the comments to terrify me. So that's a good good I've thing done, I've got coming up. I've done three Jim Impressions videos of it so far. Like I, I can't not upload stuff. Um, and I, I know some people are getting tired of hearing about it and seeing it, but I'm like, God, like I gotta got show you all the minute changes. Like the last video I did was showing my my you know high faith lightning scythe build. And then that day, after uploading it, I got bored of that and totally respect the character. Um, so it's now like this really versatile melee build that can basically wield anything. And I'm having such a laugh with it. And I want to upload more footage to say, look at my Black Knight Glaive now. Now there's been a change and you've got to know about it. Yeah, but I, I jumped off a roof spoilers. and hit that invader on their head. You've got to see it. Things, spoilers, things, but, but things that entertainers are passionate about make for entertaining stuff. I think. I feel that way. Like a lot of people, you know, they they talk about like the Jim Impressions videos I do, for example. Um, you know, I'll watch him play this shitty horror game. But it's like I get so much more joy out of doing videos on things like Dark Souls and yeah. like, stuff that I can genuinely like praise and 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 rant and rave about. And I know some people are sick of hearing about Dark Souls, but fuck it. Well, um, I've, I've I'm actually new... really I've... into something. I have a new game I'm really into to rant about this week that I really yeah. really liked, and that was Ratchet and Clank. Really? Big yeah, fan. this this now is coming from someone who never played them on the original versions. So it was all completely new to me. And I think that had a big influence, obviously. I loved the game. I'm, I sat through and finished the whole thing in like a day and a half. It was that good. I haven't... Awesome. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, it would be like if Dark Souls hadn't just come out, I'd be like Ratchet and Clank is game of the year contender for me. Like, Wow. Yeah. See, I, I liked it a lot. I didn't I didn't love it as much as other people, but I did, you know, I, I have a great deal of respect for it. I think it's a good, mm. very good game. Um, and I'm, my, I'm, I'm happy that it's doing well. And the movie seems like it will be pretty damn decent as well. Yeah. yeah. Like my main takeaway having played it is that like, oh, yeah. It has been a while since we've had really good 3D mascot platformers. Yeah. Can we get more like this? Can we get some like really nice yeah. reboots of stuff from and like the mid nineties? Some nice colours. 
Like, that's what I love about that game more than anything, is it's fucking colourful. It's vibrant. It's got life to it. It's absolutely beautiful. Like, I I was looking at it, it's like, is this the best-looking game I've ever seen? It might just be. I mean, it's definitely the best-looking console game I've seen. It is the closest I've seen to that, like, promise of the living, playable Pixar movie that, like, people have been talking about for years, like, we'll get there eventually. Like, it's obviously not quite there yet, but it's the closest I've seen. So colourful. I felt it it dipped a bit in the later levels there was a, a bit more kind of kind of bad textures and things in the kind of metal areas and ships and stuff but the opening few planets were just stunning what well, yeah like the city levels especially mm. like oh you know God, with all amazing. the cars flying about like so densely populated with and stuff. all the explosions and bolts flying everywhere oh, oh and, yeah it it makes such a strong first impression mm. like those first couple of hours with it are like yep this is this is mm. good you've drawn me back into the 90s and i am glad for it and yeah. i also didn't know that um nefarious was in it uh, dr nefarious who is like like my favorite ratchet and clank character um the only one who doesn't make me cringe a lot with the jokes um and of course voiced by um armin oh fuck i forgot his surname shit he actually the, that that's one Principal of two. Principal in two, the Vampire Slayer, and also he was Andrew Ryan. That's one of two criticisms I would have with it is that uh, it kind of presumes you know all the characters already, which for a brand new player, it kind of was like when they were saying this is Doctor Watts's and he's got this flesh body. I'm like, well, what? <laughs> Doesn't everyone have a flesh body? Or and uh, yeah, but the no. other thing I did not like at all were two of the boss fights were really really annoying i found uh, but other yeah, than that it's not really a game that works well with bosses as a thing no. like it's and they've never yeah they don't do them too well it's, it's armin it, shimmerman okay uh, say, yeah the voice of dr nefarious and also andrew ryan because he's just got incredible fucking range that Such that is that actor. is impressive yeah <laughs> oh god what what have i been playing this week i'm trying to think i've been I've been at PAX all week, so I'm trying to remember what I've actually uh, played. Um, oh, I got to play some of that new Supergiant game, Pyre. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You've got the scoop on early stuff. because Please, yeah, I, please I, tell I me it's more like that. Bastion than Transistor. Uh, it's not like either of them. Okay. Okay. Um, Is it I'm... turn-based, though? No. Okay. Here, let, let me describe it this way. Yeah. Imagine if you had a modern Oregon Trail... Yeah. With like a an action sports game mixed into it. Okay. 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 So the, the plot of this game, at least as I understand it from this little demo, is that you have been banished from some kind of society and you bump into a bunch of other creatures who've all been bumped out of society as well. Turns out you were th- banished from this society because you could read and that's a crime. So they're like, hey, we got these books. Allegedly, these books are going to help us to get unbanished. We can't read, but we hear you're a reader. So you start reading these books and it's like, oh yeah, there's a way to get unbanished. We need to basically go and do these, like, we have to travel across the world in a caravan doing Oregon Trail style, like, do we go this way or this way? Oh, what do we do while we're camping out tonight? Do we want to explore or build relationships with people in the party, etc. But the main gameplay thing that you're doing, like, each time you want to get closer to being unbanished is that you've got two teams of three, each defending like a fire and there's a glowing energy orb in the middle of this arena. And you basically need to grab the glowing energy ball, avoid getting attacked 
and throw yourself into your enemy's fire to damage their fire. And it's it's real time. It's just like you click on a unit to use them and you run around in real time trying to avoid getting hit on your way to this fire. It plays a lot like a like a Madden or a FIFA in that it's it's basically sports mechanics of th- uh, or maybe like a Mario sports game in that you're passing this energy ball around to avoid it getting caught by the other team but you've got your action mechanics to maybe fight through the ranks. Mm. It's it's a weird combination of things like Oregon Trail and sports game mechanics are not a thing I would ever have thought to put together. Yeah. I and- really like the tone and I really like the execution of it. It uh-huh. it it didn't feel obvious that it was sport ga- sports game mechanics until I walked away and sat down to think about describing it, which is interesting. Like it's not mechanics I usually play just because I don't like the skin of it being a sports game usually. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a weird huh. thing. I don't know how to feel about. Uh, are they still doing that super giant thing where they use really 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 good music to trick you into thinking that the actual writing is deep and emotional? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh just wanted writing, to know if they're still doing that. The writing was decent in the half hour or so I played. Um the voice acting where it existed was was decent. Um but I do get the impression it's hey, we've got this amazing music to kind of make the writing seem more big and important they than it are, is in certain places. They're very good at it. Like I'm yeah, not, I'm, I'm I'm obviously making fun a bit, but they are very I don't like, I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> I'm a big fan of like like using music well to back up mm. something. I mean they lean on it a bit too much, but they do do it better than than anyone else in the industry. Their use of music is fantastic. It's just if their writing was a bit a bit cleverer rather than just like trying to look clever they'd be a fucking top-notch studio as far as i'm concerned but as it stands they're kind of in my yeah they're okay pile i i think what definitely helps this game is that because you're playing a bunch of people who've been banished from from what i can tell as a society where like any any method of gaining knowledge is kind of forbidden towards most of the classes in this society or at least that's the impression i'm getting it means that you can have characters uh, characters whose dialogue is a little bit more simplistic and it fits with the characters and what they're doing and what they're trying to get away from. So uh, if their writing isn't going to evolve, which it's tough to tell from half an hour, they've at least like picked a theme that makes that make sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I'll I had a, I, I had a good time with it. It's it looks really good. Um, I like the idea of meshing mechanics that I didn't think would work well together and seeing them work kind of well. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'll keep an what, eye on it. I'm trying to think what else I played. There's there's two other games that jumped out to me from PAX uh, very quickly to run through. Uh, there's a game called 20XX that apparently is already on Steam Early Access. I wouldn't have thought it was an Early Access game from how sort of together it looks. It's basically a co-op roguelike Mega Man game. Hmm. You play as basically Mega Man and Mega Man X, running around a facility, like a bunch of environments that are roguelike created, trying to fight your way through them. Fight your boss that's, you know, created bosses at the end of each world to get the items and keep going. It was really polished. I it's got stuff it like Steam now, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's got online multiplayer in it already, even though it's still in early access and I had a bunch of fun with that on the show floor. I got a code for it. I'm going to give it a look sometime this week, maybe. Um, nice. And the last one, it was a VR game. 
I'm one of them VR people that likes VR. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed a game called I Expect You to Die. And it's basically a bunch of um, room escape puzzles where you are a spy trapped in various small rooms you have to escape by doing spy things. That's cute. So, for example, one of them was like, you are locked in a car in the back of a plane with poisonous gas filling up around the car. So you're like, okay, how do I, like, if I break the windows to get those tools I need, then the poisonous gas is going to come in through the window. Uh, How do I get the back of the ship open to get the gas out without, like, without leaving the car to do it? And it was a bunch of really interesting, like, room escape scenarios based around you are a spy trapped in my secret lair, uh, try and avoid dying. Yeah. And it was it was really cute in the like the setup for it. I love room escape as a general concept, so I like the idea of having multiple room escape puzzles being able to be sent to me. So yeah, that was a cool thing I saw. That was PAX. Woo. Hooray! How was yeah. your PAX experience overall? You have a good weekend? I had a very tiring week. Um I uh-huh. never quite I never quite got over the jet lag, so I was just consistently uh, yeah. tired my whole my whole PAX experience, but it's it's the first time I've been to an American convention that wasn't like E3, which is very work focused, and yeah. it was really nice. I got to meet a bunch of listeners to the podcast who were all super lovely. Um, there's a couple of listeners who I went and got dinner with one night and had a very nice night with them. Um, yeah, generally just had a really enjoyable time at PAX. It was very laid back, didn't have to do too much work. Uh, got to hang out with trying to think of some cool people I hung out with. Um, I hung out with Slow Beef. Oh, I hung out lovely. with Slowby for a while and uh, Diabetes. So that was cool. Uh, yeah, it's just a very, very pleasant, not too worky weekend. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Thank, I know. Yeah. Thank you to all the lovelies that said hello. I wish I'd gone. Like, I, I was going to go and then my scheduling got messed up so I couldn't go. And then it turns out everyone, all my friends around here were out of town this fucking weekend. So well, I just got trashed and played Dark Souls all weekend. Yeah. It's fine. I get why you didn't come. I know that you're trying to avoid having to see me face to face. I understand that, Jim. And you're it's a fine. gamer, Jim. EGX. Yeah, you got to gotta come. EGX, Jim. Me and Laura are both going. The Egux. I, I don't know if I can puncture that will they, won't they tension. You got to come to the Egux. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, it, I'm in the UK around September time. Like that's that's just a given. So stuff will do. Stuff yeah, we will do. We will eventually do a thing where we are in the same place as each other and whatnot. thing will do, if, done. If the three it. of us meet up at Eject, we have to uh, have two occasions where the three of us get pissed together and where the three of us get pissed with fans. I think those two would be very doable things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, something tells me that's, that's not going to uh, be too momentous <laughs> an effort to pull off. Um, I mean, I'm I, my default state is in some form of chemical alteration, so... I'll, I'm going to be fine with it. <laughs> uh, should we should we talk about some newsy things? Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Um, uh, can I just say quickly? I don't want to talk about the game too much. I'm going to do a review this week, probably tomorrow, because it takes about ten minutes to beat. I don't know how Arthur Geese struggled with it. Um, <laughs> oh, I know where we're going. I just I want to just say this. for the record. <laughs> objectively and scientifically, right? And I know reviews are subjective, and I know that I always say that, but just just for right now, people aren't going to tell this is facetious, are they? Uh, Objectively, (laughs) Star Fox Zero's controls are shit, and you can't say they're Mm. not, because they are. Yeah, like, 
my entire thoughts on Star Fox Zero are, that game looks beautiful. Gosh, I really cannot stand those controls. I just it's cannot stand them. Terrible. Uh, the, like, don't even get me started on the chicken walker. Just a big robotic chicken that you're just fucking flapping about the place. Oh, God. Well, like, my main thing is like, hey, this game, there is no mechanical reason why you couldn't have given this Star Fox 64's controls. Make that an option, because people have been complaining about this control setup since E3 last year. You've had plenty of warning that this e- this control scheme isn't good, and you're like, ah, nah, we're going to make you use it. We're not going to give you an option not yeah, to. I, Sorry about that. I get the people, you know, they'll take what they can get. You know, Nintendo's thrown you a Star Fox-shaped bone and you want to lap it up, but have better standards. It's shit. And I'll tell you what, NeoGaf, right, as annoyed as you are with me today... <laughs> Kid Icarus Uprising's controls were shit as well. It was not a practical game to play, but I kind of love how Kid Icarus Uprising plays. I'm it sorry, Jim. Shite. I'm sorry that it I have terrible shite. tasting. I have terrible taste in video oh, games. Look, look, I'm sorry, no Jim. one needs to apologize to me for ever liking a game, right? If you like it, you do you. It's like I said yesterday about Dark Souls and shit. If you're having fun with Dark Souls, you're not playing it wrong. You're not playing anything wrong. You're not wrong for enjoying the games you enjoy. <laughs> but Kid Icarus Uprising's controls were shite, and no amount of people calling me Jimmy Boy on NeoGaf is going to change that. <laughs> you basically have to like have the attitude I have with Shadow the Hedgehog, where it's like, I love it, but I know that it's objectively terrible, and I can't really fight my corner on that. But I still love these things. Mm. Oh, so, God, you can't. I mean, so shit, shit controls are hard to forgive, you know? Like, only, yeah. only this week I tried playing further into Quantum Break because I really enjoyed the story and the ideas in it, but good God, the controls are so funny. You don't like the controls of that one? No, I really didn't like them, and it's weird because I didn't mind them in Alan Wake, but it just feels really floaty, and no matter what way I set the aiming, it feels all off to me. It was weird. Well, can't say I had the same problem, but mm. respect your stance. If mm. a control system doesn't work for you, like... It's not good, like that. That has such an impact on the game. Like a shit movie, you can passively watch and enjoy, if, even if it's shit. But yeah. a game that's so shit that the controls don't work—that's a level of audience comfort that is being compromised. And that's you know that's why it's harder to have a so bad it's good kind of game as opposed to a so bad it's good kind of movie. Yeah. Um, I think Deadly Premonition is one of a handful, a small handful of so bad it's good games that actually fit that niche. Yeah. <laughs> you summed that up pretty well, I think. Um, I think so. I think I did all right. Kid Icarus yeah. Uprising's controls were shit. A little bit. Still love them. I uh, love it because Nintendo fans, <laughs> in, in my experience, are the least forgiving ones who get annoyed. Like, you know, people are still mad at me because I didn't like Vanquish. Some fans are still mad at me because I didn't like Witcher... Well, no, actually, I didn't even say I didn't like Witcher 2. I said Witcher 2 was all right rather than the best thing ever. And they still bring that up. But when it comes to, like, my opinions on Kid Icarus Uprising, my opinions on Mario Kart 7 or whatever it was, um, the, the 3DS one... Your opinion um, on Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> well, again, again, largely forgotten now. But Nintendo not, fans not are never me, forget, not, not by, by me. you, but you're, <laughs> but you're in their pocket, so um, you're. you're <laughs> 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 but yeah, like Nintendo fans are so they bear, they they hold a bigger grudge than I think even Sonic fans, who I've also pissed off a lot over the years. Um, 
so yeah, they they never forget, so, and they 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 will never <laughs> forgive me for Kid Icarus Uprising or Mario Kart. <laughs> uh, they won't forgive me for Star Fox, and I I just double down okay. on it these the days. One, the up. one I will double down on is I will double down and say that Skyward Sword had good controls, and that it is a gosh darn shame that we're not getting another Zelda with with full one to one motion controls. Oh, I am sad it about breaks that. Breaks my heart. I am a I am the villain. The internet requires yes i am the person who loves those controls i tell you what i nintendo fans are lucky i gave that review to jonathan holmes when i was at destructoid (laughs) because i was not inclined to be nice to it i i found it so fucking awful i shipped that game up that day and shipped it to jonathan and said you deal with this i love it so much and that's why i've been helping it recently because i'm just like no i love it it's great everyone loved this game what game is this to hate uh, Skyward Sword, right. which was the Zelda game at the end of the Wii's life cycle. Uh, Imagine any other Zelda game, but with waggly sword fighting. No, but with act with one to one sword yeah. fighting. It's not Twilight Princess where it was waggly sword fighting. It's like no, you. Gotta... It was better in Twilight Princess. Just shake the little controller and he hits a thing. Simple, streamlined, elegant. I disagree. I you think. I think. I think. Uh, why. I think Wind Waker had the best combat, but that's. I, I will Wind agree with you just brilliant. because of the musical cues. Mm. The musical cues made it amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, news. News we had this yes, week. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, no, that's all right. You don't have to apologize. I come into your show being all... Yeah, that's it. I'm apologizing for yeah leading a podcast that's named after me. <laughs> well, it's my um, show, as we now know. Yeah, it is Miracle of Sound's show. It's the we, Miracle we, of we Sound podcast. We got an email this week about how... Uh, there's a listener who very much enjoys the Miracle of Sound podcast, uh, so that's fun. I yeah. wish we'd called it that, because we'd get way better uh, listens. We get really good listens, but we get way better. That Mortal Kombat one we did wouldn't be an anomaly. 838,000 <laughs> uh, listens on that one. Was it's that number on your, one on, was that like, on your Movie Boys? Yeah, yeah. The, the spin-off Doctor's Movie Boys episode of Mortal Kombat. We don't know why. Most of them were in one day. I don't know if someone's just trying to make us look dodgy to SoundCloud. But the only <laughs> thing SoundCloud's done in response is I got an email that I'm sure wasn't prompted by anything. An email that was like, hey, we noticed you haven't turned um, advertising on on your podcast. Um, maybe consider monetizing it. And I'm like, oh, they, this, this email comes right <laughs> after I get 800,000 listens on a show. Does Completely it? coincidental. Yeah. Jim. You know what isn't completely coincidental? What? Uh, that that was a segue that I didn't have anywhere to land it. I was hoping Shit. I could I was hoping I could find a landing very quickly. Uh video game news. Overwatch. Uh there was a big monster truck at PAX that was emblazoned with uh Overwatch, you know, logos and stuff. Yeah. It accidentally ran over someone's car. <laughs> Fucking SJWs. <laughs> <laughs> so as I understand the story. Basically, uh, Dodger and Jesse from the Co-Optional podcast were in this monster truck at the time. <laughs> and they they wanted to go to like a Twitch party that was happening somewhere at PAX. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll take you over in the in the uh, the monster truck. And they with some difficulty, they got up in there. They start driving and a bunch of people just rush up to the front of the car and are like waving. And initially they're like, oh, everyone's excited. It's the monster truck. Nope. They were trying to wave to point out that without feeling it, they'd just driven over someone's car. And <laughs> fucking felt that they'd done it. Um, you would think that being in control of a monster truck is the kind of position that would make one consider their uh, surroundings. 
Yeah, because apparently you'd say that, but like the amount of like regular truck drivers. Yeah, the amount of regular truck drivers out here in Mississippi who, because they're in the bigger vehicle, think it's everyone else's job to give a shit about the road. Well, as as they were getting in the monster truck, they were asking, like Jesse and Dodger were asking, like, "Oh, where are the seatbelts? Like, surely we need seatbelts." And the driver was apparently just like, "Look, you're not going to need seatbelts in a vehicle this big." And then they run over an actual car accidentally without knowing they've done it. Wow. So <laughs> that that was that was the story out of Pax. Somehow it's funnier fun that with. it was Jesse and Dodger as well. Like, yeah. like knowing yeah. them, like that just makes it even funnier. Although yeah. I'm kind of trying to imagine that situation there with Total Biscuit in the car as well. Now that would be funny. Oh, the car down there didn't have a very good FPS, did it? Yeah. I ran it over because it was a console car. Yeah. Is, that, is that a good TV impression? Perfect. Yeah, probably worth pointing uh, <laughs> out that that's an affectionate tease as well. No, no, no. It's it's uh, we 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 very clearly hate him. Very much hate him. Don't, don't even we? joke about that because you know someone's going to take it seriously and start Okay, drama. That's, that's a very good point. We are joking. We are telling silly jokes. Um, yeah. We are all Kiddie friends. Kidding Uprising's control scheme is still people. shit, though. I'm not joking about that bit. Yeah, yeah. you know what isn't a silly joke. We need to get joke, Dodger though. on this show. Actually, it should be a great we, guest. We do need to get Dodger on at some point. I need to like message her about that. But uh, you know what's not a silly joke? I'll make my segue a third let's, time. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. Let's. You know what's what not is a a silly, what isn't a silly joke, Laura? Five Nights at Freddy's getting another game. Oh, oh God, no, it isn't a joke. Uh, it's, oh. it's, there were other locations. Yeah, there were other... <clears throat> it, it was Freddy's sister, I think, is the plot. Something like that. Freddy's sister was somewhere, and she there are some had other a places. pizza place, probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean... So, it, as, let's as face it. Kn- and as once as again, know, at the moment oh. it releases, there will be a 4.5 on the Richter scale as every YouTuber fake screams all together. Well, as we all know, um, the developer of Five Nights at Freddy's, Scott Cawthorn, has not had any games that have been a flop yet, so there's no reason to think this one might not be great. Wasn't the uh, RPG yeah. one a flop? Let's say co- co-developer. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking at. Co-developer of Five Nights at Freddy's called Cawthorn, because uh, you know, everyone oh, knows yes, that yes. I developed it, that I invented it. Yes, you know what? You know what? Why, why wouldn't yes. he keep doing it, though? Because there's clearly a market for it. Yeah. Well, that's well, it. I mean, let's... He's, like, he's got to recoup the costs of Five Nights at Freddy's World, which he yeah. funded everyone and gave away for free. FNAF I mean, World did not do well for him. Why not go back to what works? Commander Shepard, you know, so... Yeah, where, where is Commander Shepard 2 and 3, the songs that keep on coming? <laughs> They're never, never coming. Uh, that's it, I'm out of the podcast now. This is the only reason I stuck around this podcast, is in the hopes that, like, because I'm I'm a friend now and I ask, I could ask you nicely, I'd get more Commander Shepard songs. I'm sorry, this is just no. the end of the podcast. I often feel a bit a bit conned in my friendship with Gavin, in that the, I, I can't just make him do covers of things. <laughs> I, I feel like I should be able to. Because I've got to like respect his force... wishes. No, the fact that I can't force him to make another Commander Shepard song, this is it, we're done. That's it, what's the, point, what's the point having a talented musician friend if you can't make him do stuff? Where's my Make him do the things Wonder that we cover? want him to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, yeah. God bless you, Gavin, God bless you. More Five Nights at Freddy's is happening. Uh, yeah, oh. I'll, I'll be among the rushers because, you know, Gavin points out that there'll be a rush of YouTubers screaming over it. Then there'll be the ones who are like me, the slightly more cynical ones, who are rushing to prove how, how not screamy they are. So I'll be in that crowd. 
Yeah, because you're super cool because you have no reactions to a piece of media. Exactly. Disaffected uh, <laughs> cynicism. That's, that's what sells. Not as much as PewDiePie, but it still sells yeah. something. I'm you pretty sure even not... I'm pretty sure even PewDiePie Pie PewDiePie, PewDiePie is disillusioned with Five Nights at Freddy's at this point. Actually, he's pretty disillusioned with most of that stuff. Like he's he's got yeah. a record of saying he's kind of gotten tired of the yelling and screaming and stuff. So you know, which is nice I, to see. He's yeah. left it to he's left it to his clones. Uh, yeah, there's, well, there's always Markiplier. Like, if you want, if you want to see screaming, which no judgment on you if that's your bag. I know, um, you know, it's popular with there's with a market Dayouf. for it. I don't understand it, but then you know, I'm I'm almost dead now. Yeah, you're so, I understand, I understand it. It's it's funny for kids, you know, and maybe it's high energy. It's yeah. over the top reactions. It's easy to sort of feel along with. Yeah. I get it, but and if they just, enjoy doing it, then it. you know what harm. Whatever. Exactly. It's not, not doing anyone it, any harm in existing. Not me. <laughs> no. Um yeah. Other things that happened this week. You remember how like last year at some point when Splatoon was coming out, all of the UK Splatoon amiibos got stolen just off of a truck. Yeah. There's been a repeat <laughs> of this story. It's happened again. <laughs> it was there is Reggie. a second UK Nintendo video game heist. It's Reggie in his UK post van going around going... Can we start referring do, 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 to whoever's doing this as the Ami Bandit? The Ami yes, Bandit. <laughs> the Ami Bandit strikes again, even though this time they did not steal an amiibo. Uh, they did not... We don't know for certain what they stole, but we know it didn't include amiibo. So, uh... Basically, I mean, bandit still works. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up the town of where this happened. So, um, somewhere between nine p.m. Uh, on the thirteenth of April and seven a.m. on the fourteenth of April, according to a, a statement from Northamptonshire Police, thieves broke into a truck carrying thousands of pounds worth of Nintendo games while it was parked in the town of Thrapston. Specifically, they did this by cutting into the side curtain of the lorry while the driver was asleep. So a guy was just sleeping in his truck with all the Nintendo games in the back of his truck and someone just like cut a hole in the side and started like pulling Nintendo games out. <laughs> uh, no one has said Fair what enough. the Nintendo games were. Suspicion is high that it was uh, Star Fox Zero because that was a game that was like heading to shops at that time. Oh, Jesus so. Christ, they're going to ask for their money back even though they stole them. Yeah, it's like I stole this, but I I had to use petrol to steal it. Can I get a refund on my petrol? Because yeah. it really wasn't worth The you punishment know. fits the crime. Yeah. Oh no, I had to pay for fuel to steal these bad games. Yeah, it's shit is what we're saying. Yeah. So it seems like the Ami Bandit has striked again. Where will they strike next? Nobody knows. Probably Nintendo games, wherever they are. Uh, Tekken Cross Street Fighter got cancelled. That was apparently still happening. Like, well, they're I, not using the word cancelled, are they? It's like it's oh, just like it's, no it's longer no in development. Longer in active development. Yeah. And basically, it means it's cancelled, which I assumed it already was because we haven't heard about it for how long? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's been years since we've heard anything on it. And they've got other fighting games to promote. Like, it's just. Yeah. I see what they don't want to split the, the audience and. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the world was waiting for it anymore. I think everyone got bored of it. it. It's one of those, like, it's a shame, but either it needed to come out or it needed to be cancelled. And yeah. one of them happened. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be one of those Guitar Hero on PC situations where the entire world was heartbroken. It's not coming. <laughs> um, 
Alright, last bit of news this week. Sony is apparently unsure if there will ever be a PS5. I can tell you I can tell you the answer, Sony. Yes, there will be. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> this was this was just Unless a quote now from... what Sony's gonna do is start like doing these deals with NVIDIA and just update their consoles. Uh, I don't think we're quite there yet. Like, we might get an upgraded mid-cycle console. That might happen. But I don't see that completely replacing, like, the brand recognition of, hey, it's the brand new PlayStation console. It'd be too complicated for the average consumer as well, I think. Exactly. Like, I think Most people don't e- want to be fiddling with graphic settings and all that. At, at the very least, if they went that way and started having, like, you know, basically consoles being, like, PCs under your desk... Eventually, either Microsoft or Sony would have the brilliant idea of let's go back to standardized hardware and we can make that our selling point, and eventually you'll get a PS5. Like, it's going to happen sooner or later. So, that was a bit of a stupid quote that they said. I don't quite know why they said it. It's like, no, we're totally not going to make a, a successor to our incredibly successful video game console that has sold 40 million units already. Nope, not going to make another of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think what they're really saying is we'll see whether or not this this PlayStation Neo shit is really, really successful. If it's really, really successful, then yeah, there might be merit in just upgrading that forever. But chances are good we'll see a PS Five. Yeah, I think it's like the chances are high enough that this sounds like a bit of a weird quote to give. But you know, so yeah, that that was news. We we rocketed through that pretty quick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not very much of it this week, was there? <laughs> no, I mean, well, I mean, we, it's not been so long since we recorded the last one either, so uh, yeah, I guarantee there's... something amazing will happen tomorrow. Oh, God, but... yeah, there's like three days of amazing news that could still happen before the podcast goes up, so uh, when we find out that, um, I don't know, what what happened? Microsoft, Microsoft reinvented the wheel... Like, the, the wheel is now their patent. They own it, and it's a video game peripheral. Cars yeah. have to have video game peripherals as as wheels. Alex St. John says sorry and means it for once in his life. No, no, no. That's a ridiculous thing to suggest might happen during the Actually, next yeah, few Actually, yeah, that, that's an onion headline. You, you've, you've got to do something realistic, like Nintendo sells all of their stocks and buys a muffin factory. Oh god, I'd love a Nintendo muffin. Yeah, you can buy one now because that totally happened in the last Actually, three you know days. What? Since Is we Alex St. John the I guy would... who was like basically you're a pussy if you don't like being treated like a slave? Is that that uh, guy? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the guy who was like, if you don't want to work eighty hour work weeks, then you clearly don't like video games enough, <laughs> yeah. you scrub. A guy whose own daughter recently tore him to shreds. Wow. Well, no, because of what he said and yeah, how vile it was. There are articles that point out that like he completely burnt out early in his career because he was working too many hours and being overworked. And it like almost cost him his video game career. It's like a little bit hypocritical. And now that he's fine. got his, now that he's like got millions of dollars, he yeah. just like cast judgment on everyone else. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I spoke about that on the last Jimquisition, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a bit of a wanker. <laughs> That's a bit of an understatement. A little you bit know, of an understatement, all told. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, he is not going to be in the news. I don't think. No, well, <laughs> he might he might be in the news if he says like, "Oh, I I want it to be a standard that you have to work nine days a week, twenty four hours a day, or you don't get a job because you suck." He's basically the the living equivalent of those uh, the four Yorkshiremen sketch from Monty Python. Yeah, <laughs> I want you to get up, lick the road clean, and get killed in your sleep. 
That's uh, Alex St. John for you. Yeah, yeah. Terrible man, terrible man, terrible, terrible, terrible man. You know who's not terrible, terrible, terrible man? Who? People who got questions for us. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I'm kind of hit and miss on the on the segues today, but I'm I'm blooming neck trying. Yeah, what what they lack in quality, they've made up for in quantity. So yeah, I, just, I think that's I'm a making sheer like force of will to make to make like, segues like Five happen. Nights at Freddy's. Absolutely. Oh, burn, Gavin, oh burn. five nights. FNAF. Clayton reads back as a question this week. Uh, uh, what what do Jim, Gavin, and Laura? What do we listen to to test out new headphones to see if they're any good? What oh. song do you put on to be like? Are my headphones any decentness? Uh. Well, that's actually an interesting question because I have more importantly songs that I AB my own stuff with when I'm mastering. So mm. it would kind of be the same thing that like songs that you consider to have a very good mix. So yeah. I have I would like, have what, something off. What are the songs that like, you listen uh, and you're like is this mix good? This is my benchmark. Yeah, so I have like uh there's a Foo Fighters song in there cuz they have really good mixes. I have mm-hmm. like uh a Jane's Addiction one from the album Strays cuz that's my favorite sounding album ever. I have Ooh. something off Nevermind by Nirvana. And I have uh, Birthday by Katy Perry, <laughs> because that's great for a being like kind of more pop stuff. And what else do I have in there? I've I've got Hotel California on mine because Hotel California oh, yeah. is just a really good go to for having like a range of different instruments and layers yeah, of audio. Yeah. Um, that's been a big like go to one for me. Oh, um, and Salt Salt Sweat Sugar by uh, Jimmy Eat World because that's ooh, yeah, such a that's, wall of sound. It that is a amazing. very good one as well. Uh, Jim, you got anything you oh oh and, to, and to try new? Oh. And I have American Idiot on there because I know that if my song's louder than American Idiot, I fucked up. Because that is the loudest <laughs> fucking album, and it's almost—it's so hard to listen to in one go because it's so compressed in your face for the whole album. <laughs> I'd never thought of that, but that's a really good suggestion. Uh, what, what about you, Jim? You ever listen to stuff in your headphones to find out if they're any good when you get there new ones? There isn't one baseline song. It's—it's it's really whatever. I tend to listen to like one or two or three songs obsessively for long periods of time and then find another do you, couple do you find that happens more as you age you you rarely find music that Definitely. you like but then you'll find one song and listen to it like 40 times Definitely, uh, I, as I've I, gotten older yeah i've been like that since i was like 11 because i am very obsessive so yeah. age isn't the factor there for me i will just like find a song i like and just put it on loop for uh-huh. days. That, that happened me These last year with them um, bad blood by taylor swift i could not stop listening to that song <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it like I used to, where you know I'd hear of a new band and like instantly go through all of their albums and and everything. Yeah. Now it, it really is a very transitory um, experience of just mm. like listen to this this song ages and ages and then move on. Um, so at the moment, if I were to buy new t- headphones now, um, and uh, this will be the reason why people keep seeing it appear in the Jimquisition when I'm deliberately being naughty with copyright, is I'll I'll put on some Erasure. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll, I'll sometimes use some, like, early Bowie stuff, because some of Bowie stuff is really nice for just, like, hearing various audio layers. Um, Grace by Jeff Buckley is another album that ooh. really sounds wonderful in your headphones. And uh, it's an obvious one, but OK Computer is a really good headphones album. Uh, Bat Out of Hell, the Meatloaf track, is a really nice one to test new headphones with. Yeah, I quite Jim, like that one Jim, to go to. Jim uh, Steinman, his mixes are huge. Or his arrangements, yeah. rather. 
So, yeah, there we go. That, that is the music musician for this you're, week. You're going to have to stop me now because I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> you could. And It'd be a whole like, different podcast. <laughs> I'm looking at the time thing and I'm like, we've got like 13 minutes. We can stop it now and we'll still fill time. But if yeah. we need to fill time, we'll like come back to you and you can yeah. just throw more songs at us. <laughs> uh, what else have we got? Questions. Adam Hay wants to ask, what's the worst level you've ever played in a video game? The fucking underwater level in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, the answer the is NES. the. You're kind of right, because the answer is the water level in every video game with a water level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, strangely enough, I didn't find the water temple so bad in Ocarina of Time. There was a lot of people. Um, uh, it has a reputation, but I think I was expecting it to be so bad. But by the time I finally played it, I was like, oh, that wasn't mm. too bad. I, I had that same experience with Blighttown in the first Dark Souls. Like, oh. after it had been talked up so much, I got yeah, through yeah. it and was like, that wasn't shit. I found, I found the Ocarina of Time water temple as an adult nightmarish when I played it as a child. And it's tough to separate, like, playing it as an adult now, how much of it is just better spatial reasoning. Yeah. And how much of it is I've played this game too many times to count and that's why like I don't find it so terrible anymore. It might just be that it's a weird ramp up in difficulty from the previous temple that requires you to have more spatial reasoning than a child perhaps has. Mm-hmm. Maybe that mm-hmm. might I mean, be. It, yeah, it was yeah. legendarily bad. So I think Gavin's an outlier there. Um No, no, I thought it was fine. Like bad, but just not, yeah. not as unholyishly bad fucking, as fucking Hades in God be. of War one as well. That was a <laughs> oh god, those uh, yeah. Hades. spinning columns with the spikes. <laughs> don't know if I have the patience for shit like that these yeah. days. I don't know how I did it back in the day. Um, Hades um, was shy. There's a any... lot of shit levels in really good games. Like in Dead Space yeah. one, you had those turret bits. That were really, really annoying. Oh god, yeah, the fucking asteroids fucking shit in Dead Space. Horrible. Yes. Hated that bit. I I would say any level that's about two-thirds of the way into an Assassin's Creed game. Like, any time you're like two-thirds of the way into Assassin's Creed, it goes into a weird bump where just all of the levels are really not very memorable at all. Well, any of the instant fail... Stealth missions in Assassin's Creed, they're not yeah. fun. Not fun it's, at it's, all. It's the ones where like you've done these mechanics already, it's not challenging you with anything and new, you know, and it's just this... get through this whole thing unspotted. Oh, you got saw what a scene once? Go back and redo it again. Uh, go back why, and redo it again. This it's is just, why uh... for me it was a pity that Syndicate didn't do as well because it did away with all that shit. There were no instant fail. If you fucked up in that, you just run away and Yeah. Assassin's Creed 3 was really bad for that in its last act where like there were so many instant fail missions. Oh god, the final one where you're running along the pier. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, that that was not it it was a good set piece, it wasn't a good level. (laughs) I think every single level in Kid Icarus Uprising is the worst level I've ever played. Um, What what about oh sorry, go on. I was just um, gonna say that I think uh, Kid Icarus Uprising should be called Skid Prickerus. Is, is, it, is, is it worse than the levels in Star Fox? Zero out of ten. Uh, Whoa! Oh, satire. Um, That's good. What other That's games good. do people like? We can give terrible names to say that they had bad levels. Uh, um, Mario Kart Seven, more like Mario Shart Seven. Oh, oh. The I, under I, I, the I, underground I bit in fucking Dragon Age Origins. 
Oh, Remember it went on that? forever? Yeah. It's it was dragon for an age. Oh, oh. Whoa. You, you did a funny Gav, you did a funny. Um we got one more question this week, which we've got to stretch out for at least nine minutes. Yeah. Um yeah, we, we can make this work. Give an infinite re- uh, sorry, this is from Alex Stoltz. Given infinite resources to pull it off, how would you prank the entire games industry? Um, you know, you know what I would do. Yeah, here's what I would do. Okay, I'll take a property that people haven't seen in a while and want to come back. I'm gonna say hypothetically Crash Bandicoot because I can't think of another example here. I'm gonna take this infinite money and pay some like factory of developers to make a really realistic looking tech demo to basically like make it look like this game is getting a revival and I'll just ship it around to every games outlet I'll be like here's a playable build there you go have a look at the the game that leaked and make them all write about it and then go oh oh psych it didn't actually exist ah uh, I I spent a bunch of money on a game that's not real I fooled you there you go there's there's a games industry prank if I was going to prank gamers i would make a game where you travel the galaxy and you learn all about this ancient civilization called the proteans and then in the third game you know and then in the third game you 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 know they all want to know about the proteans so you like what i would do is i would give them the opportunity to have one as a teammate but they have to pay extra for it that's what i would do that's nice that would be an awesome shitty prank I would buy the rights to games that um, people want sequels to, or you know, really, really cult hit games that uh, never got sequels or, or were forgotten or obscured and stuff. Um, I'd get Psychonauts off of Double Fine before they can make that sequel they want crowdfunding money for. I'd get that. Uh, I'd get uh, what else is there? Um, Final Fantasy uh, VII remake. Remake. Um, I would get. Um, I would get that one. I, I wouldn't get that one. I, I, I really want some of these cult obscure ones, like oh, um, what was it? Eternal Darkness, Last Guardian, um, Soul Reaver, Beyond oh. Good um, and Evil. Yeah, yeah, Beyond Good and Evil. That's a good one. Uh, and then I would turn them all into Five Nights at Freddy's clones. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, I what nearly, I, was... I nearly told Laura about Beyond Good and Evil news on April Fools, and I was actually like, no, that would actually be too mean. It would actually that be would too have mean been pretty mean. Yeah. You, you know what what you should do if you want to prank the video game industry? What? Release like an HD remake of Star Fox, but you do it with terrible controls so no one can play it. That'd be a fun yeah. prank to do. You know what I think would industry. be an awesome <laughs> prank for was for Jim to go to E3 and sit in the audience and at every conference just scream orgasmically enjoy at everything that gets announced, no matter how shitty. Like, do that thing that those journalists did when they saw Final Fantasy, where they're all, like, falling off their chairs like idiots for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. Yeah, but that requires Jim going to a physical place and being excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very difficult. Very yeah. difficult. Yeah, you got to muster up all that excitement about video games from somewhere. I don't even like getting out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sit here and eat Doritos. Says says he who at Escapist Expo was running around the panel, crawling on the floor behind the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that. I yeah, I do tend to get surprisingly animated and somewhat swift for a man of my size. 
It's uh, yeah, it's quite a quite a spectacle. I can imagine. Now I'm just having a quick look, seeing if we get any other questions we can use to 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 pad out the last couple of minutes so we can hit an hour. Because otherwise, if we ever go under an hour, I think we're going to get murdered. Yeah, there's going to be, be a, a bunch of angry people if we do that. So. Last look for questions because we did. Failing that, early. we can talk about Bloodborne. We can talk about Bloodborne. Why are we talking about Bloodborne? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's Bloodborne awesome. Do? I was playing. People. I was playing Bloodborne again this week, and you know what? Yeah. I think Dark Souls Three <laughs> makes you a better Bloodborne player. Because In I, what I, way, Gavin? I have no idea. I think it was to do with the uh, being more aggressive because I beat Gascoigne on my first try and every other time I've played Bloodborne, he kills me like six, seven times. You, you know what, Gavin? What? Flesh this out, you're a games journalist. Go pitch that to Kotaku, you're in. <laughs> you got a freelance feature pitch right there. Got Polygon will give you, you some pages at the very least. Yeah, exactly. but only if only make, if, if I talk a... about like how Bloodborne is very problematic because no no I don't no know. If, if you if you go personal perspective piece I got better at this game because of this game and this is why and this is what I think it changed in me as yeah. a person and how it changed my perspective on well games. I could I could you do could an article for Polygon. for Polygon there needs to be more games about menstruation because Bloodborne has inspired me and and it makes me think that menstruation okay. is a really under. Uh, I, represented topic in uh, video games. I don't know about Polygon, but I would t- I would personally, out of my own money, commission you to write that. Oh yeah, I'd publish <laughs> that one. If, if you'll do, if you'll give me fifteen hundred words on it, I'll give you some cash for that. <laughs> <laughs> fifteen hundred so, words. Does that include periods? Oh, uh, whoa! Oh, you oh these you, these these, you, these puns are are bloody awful. Uh, you are on fire today, <laughs> Gavin. You are on your A game. That was plot funny. <laughs> that that was, <laughs> yes, that, yeah. I, I was going to say yeah. something. I'm like, no, I'm not going to even try and stand up against Gavin and these puns. Yeah, I would I would never try a joke in a similar vein. Uh, now, see, I, I would try one of these jokes, but I don't want to, like, get in the way of Gavin's flow. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we, are we about ready to finish up and hopefully anyway hemoglobin show? hemoglobin etc um <laughs> i think we're good i think i only take just us got over. that about the flow uh, <laughs> <laughs> see see what i was doing gavin I'm is a little i was bit making slow. a joke about yeah. a word that might have been to do with the topic you were joking about you see yeah uh. yeah yeah well, now now <laughs> that we've now that we've padded this out enough Jim, can you do the outro so I can escape these puns? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you all for listening to Podquisition. I hope you enjoyed it. And people might want to know where else they can find your stuff. They, they may have heard the last five minutes and thought, well, these guys are fucking hilarious. How can I find out more about them? Laura, how can they find out more about you? How can they find out more about me? Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. Laura K. Buzz on YouTube. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter. Laura K. Buzz on Patreon. Laura K. Buzz. My output's going to be kind of all over the place the next couple of weeks, but I have content coming. I've got, like, a bunch of Let's Plays going up. I've got some written content going up. There's some 
backlogged, non-time-sensitive mm-hmm. stuff. So just Laura K. Buzz, you'll find stuff from me probably. Excellent. And may I also just extend some well wishes and uh, hope the very best for you in the what's going to be a, a tricky few weeks as yeah. you you know struggle work and and recuperation and everything we'll, we'll um, make it work hopefully i will still have a voice when i come back in like two weeks <laughs> yeah yeah i can imagine that being a bit of a detriment to podcasting Indeed, uh, not having a voice I just, like, I no <laughs> i'll just have to start podcasting using like that microsoft sam uh text-to-speech converter yeah, yeah, we'll make it work. We'll come up with something. <laughs> we'll we have the technology. Is that the thing that Stephen Hawkins uses? Yeah, a much cheaper version of the thing right. he uses. Is it the one that you, you see on like, like weird... He's got the Ferrari of that stuff. Weird YouTube yeah. videos where they're like in that robot Oh, the ones that are like, hello, Yeah. I am oh. a YouTube person talking. Yeah. Or like, like as we, uh, okay, computer, fitter, happier... A yeah, lot of I'll... people on Steam Greenlight use that text-to-speech stuff because they can't get voice actors. Uh, so it's constantly, uh, uh, you know, the aliens have invaded. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, yeah, I'll use one of those if I have to, but hopefully we won't need to go to the fine. We'll be fine. It'll so, be yeah, fine. Laura K. Buzz and is everywhere. <laughs> Gavin, we, we, we did talk about your excellent song, excellent Dark Souls 3 song. It's on the Miracle of Sound YouTube channel. But, uh, yeah, please tell us more about your... Lovely tunes that you do, like that Commander Shepard one. That one, yeah. And I was, I, I actually was distracted there. I was just thinking, no wonder Bloodborne's all about breaking the cycle. Uh, wow. Uh, Brought it back. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Miracle of Sound on YouTube. Come see the new Dark Souls song. Let me know what you think of it. Uh, un- unless you don't like it, because enough people already <laughs> told me that. <laughs> And I, I had a cri- echo chamber, a, Gavin. A crippling, cripplingly humbling week, and uh, yeah. But um, uh, Miracle of Sound on Twitter, and follow me and listen to my tunes and buy my tunes because it keeps me in this job. If I had to get a nine to five, and if Jim had to get a nine to five, and Laura had to get a nine to five, we would we even have time for this podcast? Uh no, probably not. So yeah, keep keep giving us money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. By our um, thank, <laughs> yeah, thank you for, for, you know, making the stuff that we do possible anyway. Like, I mean, I'm still blown away by just how well everything's been going and, and still going. Like, people aren't sick of it yet. Like, the novelty hasn't worn off. Uh, and people are still, you know, funding to keep Jimquisition stuff going, which is just wonderful. Um, so thank you all for listening, as always. And we will see you probably next week. We'll Probably come up with something if we week, don't. Maybe well, you'll get something maybe the from week us after. Next week. What's happening? Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure of... you get content. That oh. might be next week. That might be next week. Yeah, too. best might, might be. be next week. I might be fine by then. Who knows? I'll let all you. Right. We'll work it out at some point this week. Yeah, I mean, I'll, you know, you'll all be kept updated, uh, and yeah. you know, please, please pardon us while you know things happen, uh, but we'll make sure that you get the entertainment no. you so desire. No, no matter what happens next Wednesday, just, you know, get on up when you're down and maybe take a good look around. Because <laughs> I know it's not much, but it's okay. We'll keep on moving anyway. Do you want one more alien scream before we go? Yeah. Why not? <laughs>